Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. As you know, I've been doing a lot of interviews because there's not a whole lot to talk about in sports. Um, But this morning, and when I say this morning, I mean Tuesday morning. I woke up, I drank my coffee, came in the office, uh, got on the computer, and I was thinking to myself, that's quite a bit of stuff. I think we can actually have a show today. No interview, just a regular old school show, and that's what we're going to have. So today, again, back to old school, me and you, let's talk about this stuff that I found so interesting today, and hopefully, hopefully you'll find it interesting. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, as you know, MLB was talking about that plan of playing the Grapefruit League and the uh, Cactus League. And I never even seen anything about that after the day I talked about that. The next thing I saw was some sort of biodome thing going on in Arizona where every team was going to play all their games in Arizona and they were going to be quarantined. But this morning what I read is now Texas is in the mix. Now they're talking about playing games in Arizona, Florida, and Texas. They want to play games in Arlington. They want to play games at Minute Maid Park. And they're talking about playing like a couple of games a day. And it's still with no fans, but they want to get it, they want to get the season started. But I don't know what the logistics are. I don't know. I mean, the Arizona Florida plan was laid out. They did it by, you know, location, where you have spring training at. That was easy. But I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know how they're going to build the season. I have no idea. It doesn't say. But it does say the players are still going to be quarantined. The stadiums in Florida, the, the stadium in Arizona, the two in Texas, they're all domed. Or they're, uh, they're not domed, but they have roofs. So you can have a controlled climate. So 
you could play playoff games in December if you had to. It doesn't really say when they are they are planning on doing this, but they have added Texas to the mix. So they're doing anything they can. They're trying anything they can do to get this season started, and I want them to. I know that there's not a whole lot of testing equipment, but what I, I saw on the news this evening, I watched the news at 10, there is... There's testing like home home kits. You can get you can get tested at home now. I think the price is about a hundred bucks, so I'm gonna have to be feeling pretty sick to spend hundred and twelve dollars to do that. But but maybe testing is becoming more available. Maybe they figured it out and this plan is gonna work. But no fans as of now. You know, you think it's going to be cool, but but what's going to happen? What's going to happen when the curve is flattened? They're going to have to relocate all these games and change. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. Whatever they decide to do, I don't know if they're going to stick with it or will everything change. But I've talked to you before, and I, I might mention this later on in the podcast. But what if somebody gets sick? If somebody gets sick, how much of a wrench does this throw in the schedule that they're going to make? So the players are still going to be quarantined. And one thing, actually, I guess it's two things. But I was listening to a podcast while I was, uh, while I was walking. And it was the broadcaster from the Cubs. And he said that if they're going to do this quarantine stuff, These players are going to be away from their family. Everybody's saying the number five, five months. And what he was saying, and this is either his opinion or he knows something we don't know, but he said it's pretty much going to be up to people like Justin Verlander and Mike Trout. It's going to be up to the people that make a lot of money. And I don't know what having a lot of money has to do with it. Maybe everyone has to agree to it. I don't know if they can force the players to do this. I don't know all of the information. But what he said is that it's going to be up to the players. So it sounds like the players can say, no, you know what, I'm not going to do that. And if I was them, I mean, to me, I mean, like, think about it. Do they have a responsibility to play for us? No, they don't. But... If all the bad things are going, all the bad things are happening, don't you think that they want to do this? Don't you think they want to get sports on TV and give us something to look forward to and something to do? So I do think they're going to want to do it. But are they going to want to be away from their families for five months? I don't know. I also don't know why the family can't go with them, but why would the family want to be quarantined for five months? But what happens if everything opens up while this is going on and then maybe they can leave. So who knows? Like I said, lots and lots of moving parts. And now us here in Texas, we are now involved in the plans that are going on now as far as getting baseball started again. So another story I read, Dr. Nick Venna or Verna, I can't even read my own writing, but he's the head physician for the Chicago White Sox. 
And he says, I do see a path. And that's referring to starting the 2020 season. He said, we'll take the fan portion out of it. It's really no different than trying to open up our medical practice. It's a large amount of people. You can get baseball games played if you have testing. And that's what I was saying, that I would probably say it again. And that's what Dr. Jill said, that I don't know if we have enough testing right now for this to happen. So this is two doctors telling you right now that this can only happen if there's enough testing. And again, I mentioned what I heard on the news that they're having testing kits that you can do at home. So he also mentioned the quarantining for two weeks after a positive result. And he said, how do you play a season like that? But another thing that he said was, if you have one player that is sick, then you test everybody else. And if they pass, you just quarantine that one guy. So like I said before, too, you have to, ha- you have, to have the taxi squad. I don't know how big of a, a team everyone's going to have to have. But you got to have these guys for injuries. you got to have them for sickness. But what happens? I mean, what happens if one guy's sick and he makes five or six other guys sick? It's not fair to one team if they get spread the coronavirus all throughout the team. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of roadblocks. But I really think that they wanted to get going. And does it have anything to do with money? Probably. But I think it also has something to do with They want to do it for us. But mostly it's got to be the money. Because the the clubs are losing money. The players, I think the players are losing money. But we'll get to some other things about coaches and trainers and all these other guys. That's coming up later in the podcast. So let's talk about this. This is part three out of five that I got for you today. Alex Rodriguez... And Jennifer Lopez, A-Rod and J-Lo are going to place a bid, or they did place a bid, to buy the Mets. Uh, the asking price, I believe, is $2.6 billion, and J-Lo and uh, Alex Rodriguez have a net worth of $700 million, so they're going to have to get some investors. Derek Jeter owns 4% of the Marlins, so they'll be competing against each other in the same division and this will go into a story later too but Derek Jeter has given up his pay for now to help out his franchise but I don't know why they want to do it J-Lo's from New York Alex Rodriguez played in New York they're New York people Is it Alex Rodriguez that wants to own a team? Is it her? I don't know. It doesn't say, but I just wanted to mention to you that these two guys want to buy a team or this couple wants to buy the Mets. So anyway, we'll get to the second half of this podcast right after this break. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, folks, we are back, and now I'm going to talk about something a little closer to home. It hits a little closer to home, at least for myself. Maybe it affects some of you. 
So fans are suing Major League Baseball clubs for not giving them refunds for unplayed games. Also, they're suing StubHub and other ticketing partners. Major League Baseball has listed those games as being postponed, and that's how they're getting away with it. Fans have expensive, unusable tickets. Most likely, there will be no fans in 2020. People want their money back in this economic crisis. So let's go to the first part. If you recall when the Astros called me, they said the season's going to start May the 11th. There will be no refunds, but you're going to get ticket credit. And you can use those credits to buy tickets to another game. Okay, I'm fine with that. I didn't think May 11th was going to happen, and now I'm pretty sure, I'm about 100% sure that the season is not going to start May the 11th with fans. Fans will not be attending any games on May the 11th. So what they're doing is postponing these games. They're not canceling it. That way they can keep the money because they still are holding on to this idea and this dream that there's going to be 162 games. That's why they're not doing it. So people have expensive, unusable tickets. So not only do you have the season ticket holders that have bought tickets, there are individual games that go on sale. I think it's sometime in March. And you look ahead at the schedule. I'm going to go with my friends in May. Let me buy four tickets here. I'm going to take my wife on Mother's Day. I'm going to go on Father's Day. I'm going to go and they play the Yankees, whatever. There's all, a lot of tickets have been purchased that way too. It's not just season ticket holders. So there are a lot of people that have tickets. And the reason I'm saying this is because on the Astros ticket exchange thing that they have on uh, the group that they have on Facebook, there are people talking about it on there, saying, I want my $10,000 back. And my thought was kind of like this. If you have $10,000 to purchase tickets to baseball games, you're probably doing okay. I had the money to buy tickets. I didn't buy $10,000 tickets, but I'm not hurting for money yet. I mean, there's a possibility that I could... If people stop buying vehicles, I don't know. But right now, I'm okay. So if you watch the news, there are people lined up. It says people want their money back in this economic crisis. People are lined up at food banks. There's 22 million people out of work. There is jobs if you want them. But there are 22 million people out of work. There are people way worse off than people that can afford $10,000 season tickets. Now, am I trying to say that these people don't deserve to get their money back? I don't need the money that I spent on there, but I want it back. Could I continue living the rest of my life if I never got that money back? Yes. Am I going to lose my house or my vehicles or anything like that 
If I don't get the money back, no. Am I going to be able to eat? Yes. I'm going to be fine. But I still worked hard for that money, and I want it back. I'm not going to sue them because I know that they're not going to keep it. The only thing they could do that would be somewhat nuts is to say, we're going to keep your money, and now you have credit for next year. Because they're still going to miss out on a whole season of tickets. So either either way, they do it. So I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried that I'm not going to get the money back. So, but like I said, there's people that, you know, maybe they don't have money. Maybe they don't have food on the table. They don't have jobs. But they spent $350, you know, to take their mother to the game on Mother's Day or something, and they need that $350. So it the writing is on the wall. There's no way. But maybe that's why they want to play in these, these retractable roof stadiums so they can just play till December. I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. But they really do want to play 162 games. But that's without fans. I don't I don't know how they're going to get games with fans this season. It may not happen at all. So you might as well just give everybody their money back. That's I mean, so do these guys have a right to be suing? Yes. So let's go to this last thing. Rob Manfred has made a move that allows teams to lay off or cut the pay of major and minor league managers, coaches, trainers, and full-time scouts. He says, Our clubs rely heavily on revenue from ticket sales, concessions, broadcasting rights, and sponsorships to pay salaries without game revenue. Clubs have insufficient funds to meet their financial obligations. So I don't know how the financial parts work within a Major League Baseball team. I don't know for a fact I'm assuming that they do, that the players get their money, guaranteed money. I don't know if that's the way it is in football, but I do think, and I could be wrong, I think the players get their money. But now it's saying that they could lay off Dusty Baker. Whatever he makes, they don't have to pay him. The scouts. I mean, if there's no baseball, if there's nothing going on, there's nothing to scout. I mean, they're they're just as in danger of losing their jobs as everybody else. There's no team to manage. There's no people to scout. You got all those people, the concession stands. I know the players are helping those guys out, but they're not making money. I mean, they, they got ticket sales, but they got to give all that money back. Concessions, can you imagine how much money they make on concessions? $13 beer, $8 sodas. They're making a lot of money. And they make a lot of money broadcasting rights with AT&T. If, you, if you're just talking about the Astros, they're not making that. They don't have any kind of money. And that could be another reason why they, they could play without fans. Because they can get all that money. So they get it somehow. But, I, I mean, I don't know how negative of a thing this is. I mean... It is Major League Baseball. These guys do have tons of money. 
Will they lay these people off? I don't know. It's yet to be seen. You you just don't know. I mean, everybody's going to say you have so much money that you should be able to keep these guys on. And they might. Who knows? Some clubs may, some clubs may not. I don't know. But anyway, that's all I have, folks. That's all I have for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I don't know when baseball will start. I'm going on record here saying that I do not think there will ever be fans unless... I know the the curve is supposed to flatten out. It could happen. But I don't think it'll happen until August. It may happen late. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're just going to... If they let, let's say they start the season like they're saying in in Houston, in Arlington, Florida, I think maybe even Miami and Arizona. Let's say they're going to do that. Then what happens if they get to the point where fans can start coming in? Can they really just stop and reschedule everything? I don't know. If they, if is it the question I have? Is it gonna stay the same if they get it started? If so, then when fans start coming, all the games are gonna be in Texas, Florida, and Arizona. There's gonna be no games in L.A., no games in San Francisco, definitely no games in New York. It's all going to be in three states. That's what's going to happen. But who knows? Is it, would that be a lot of work? I think it will be. I think that that's going to be my opinion. Whatever they do, whatever they do, they're going to stay with it. But then they'll let fans in. And who gets the tickets for that? Do the Astros play every game in Houston unless they play the Rangers? I mean, what's going to happen? Is there going to be is there going to be like two divisions that play in Houston and two divisions that play in Florida, two divisions that play in Arizona? I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work out. Maybe everyone in that division just plays each other and they just stay. And what happens to those tickets? Is though are those the tickets they're going to give us? Is that the plan? Who knows? We'll find out. But anyway, that's all I have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.